Welcome to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, a bi-weekly look at all things related to the growing elite clubs nationally, the ECNL. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.theecnl.com. Now, here's your host for Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, former U.S. soccer press officer and longtime soccer broadcaster, Dean Linky. I am Dean Linky. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, and we have two outstanding guests that we sat down with at the ECNL Coaching Symposium and AGM several months ago in Las Vegas. We'll kick it off with Albertine Montoya, the Director of Coaching for MVLA Soccer, and Derwood Williams, the longtime Director of Business Development for Soccer.com. Albertine Montoya up first, followed by Derwood Williams, and it starts after this message from the ECNL. As the game continues to evolve in the United States, the ECNL remains the standard of excellence in youth soccer. The Elite Clubs National League has grown to include over 200 clubs and nearly 50,000 players across the country. With a robust competition platform for teams, educational resources for coaches and clubs, and unparalleled identification and development opportunities for players. Alongside its member clubs, collaborating to create a better future, the ECNL continues to raise the game every day. The ECNL is more than a league. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Once again, here's Dean. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, and we are at the ECNL Coaches Symposium where we are seeing stars everywhere. And dare I say, the gentleman that I'm going to welcome in now is a true star for the youth game, for the women's game, for the game overall. We're talking about the very likable, everybody loves him, Albertine Montoya, who's the director of coaching. And I want you to say the club name because I don't want to mess it up. You've been there forever, though. We'll break down the club, Albertine. It's great to see you. Thank you, Dean. It's uh, great to be here. It is MVLA Soccer Club, which stands for Mountain View Los Altos uh, Soccer Club out of the Bay Area. And you've been there how long now, Albertine? Well, I've been there since I was eight years old. I grew up playing uh, at MVLA for my father. Played uh, for him from the time I was uh, U9 all the way until U18, where we won a national championship. Went off to uh, play in college, came back, uh, played in the MLS for a little bit, and then started coaching in 99 at MVLA, and I've been there since. So uh, I always say I bleed navy blue, which is our colors, navy blue and white. Uh, it's been a special place for my family and myself. Well, it has to be because along the way you've been able to do different things, including coaching in the WPS. You just did a little stint for Mark Recorian, another big name for the Washington Spirit. And uh, we know we're not going to talk about it, but we know you'll be involved when the Bay Area gets a team for the NWSL. And if we don't know, I'm saying it needs to happen. But with that, remind me again where you went to college and then where you played in MLS. So I went to NC State. And then I transferred to Santa Clara University and finished uh, my last two years there. In the WPS, I was for the Bay Area team, which is uh, the pride. Of course, absolutely. But you also played in the MLS too, though, didn't you? I'm sorry about that. Yes, I did. I actually played uh, for the Clash. It was San Jose Clash, which is now the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, I was drafted in the first round, a fourth overall pick. I have to say this because I think it's just uh, quite hilarious. (laughs) You think about someone uh, being drafted in the pro ranks, first round, 
fourth overall pick, and my signing bonus was six hundred dollars. So it <laughs> don't was don't spend it was, that all in one place, yeah, right? On Exciting, and uh, and the salary I had. Good thing uh, I was from the Bay Area, so I lived at home. Uh, yeah. But the MLS has come a long ways, and it's exciting to see where it's at now. So if I have this straight, that means you played for George Tarantini for a little bit. Is I that did. Right? Okay. I did. And then when you went to Santa Clara, who was there? Samson. Who was there? Mitch Murray. Mitch Murray. Yeah, and okay. Cam Rass was my assistant, and Eric Yamamoto. So very well known names. Yeah. I was very fortunate to play for some great coaches. Is Cam Rass still the coach at Santa Clara? He is. He still is. Wow. Yeah. You know, he and I were together on the 92 Olympic team, actually. Oh, I Can love it. Can you believe that? Yeah. No. So after the 91 women, I went with the 92 Olympic team and then the 94 World Cup. And then, of course, I got to know you, particularly when you were coaching the WPS. You know, take us back to those days. Obviously, we were all sad when it went away, but you had some great success. You had a loaded team out there. <laughs> We did, but uh, not the first year. The first year, we had a very good team, but we came into the league uh, with about three months before the season was supposed to start. And we were an expansion team, given three months, and hey, you're right in it. So it was uh, challenging for us. Um, but it took us a year to kind of figure it out and get everything right for the second year. And then we made some uh, key trades and added a lot of quality to the team and got just the right culture, which is very important. And fortunately, that second year, uh, we won the championship. So we went from last place to first place. And uh, I owe a lot to it, to the owner, owner group, the coaching staff, everyone involved made everything uh, possible and we made the most of it. And my, you know, it was just devastating because we had a special team. We really did. And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't continue in the third year, but you know, that's how it goes. We really are with one of the true legends of the youth game here in Albertine Montoya, who is the director of coaching for MVLA. So you already told the story how you started there at eight. You went off to college. You went to the pro, but clearly they brought you back in. When did that happen? Were you coaching while you were at MLS? When did you come back to MVLA? So as it turns out, uh, I was playing against uh, LA Galaxy in the first game of the season, the 98 season, and uh, I suffered a pretty bad injury, which has fractured my femur, ACL, meniscus, and uh, I was out for three years, had a couple of surgeries, and thinking of going back and playing, but in the meantime, I just started to coach uh, back at MVLA. Uh, a parent that I knew asked if I could coach his daughter's team, and it was a local team, all uh, kids from the same elementary school, and uh, that's how it started. And that team actually ended up to be something quite special. Six players went on to play on U.S. youth national teams. And uh, was the number one ranked team in the country for three years. And this were 13 of the players lived within a one-mile radius of each other, which is unheard at the time. Uh, and that kind of put MVLA on the map on the girls' side because we weren't really known uh, to be a girls' club. And it was just, you know, organically how it happened. It was just I was waiting to hopefully get back and play at the pro level and my knee just wasn't uh, healing the way it, we expected it to and then I had to make a decision and uh, I started coaching because I love the game I've always uh, been around it and this is where I kind of I'm happiest um, and that team uh, was the start of my coaching career and uh, it's been wonderful ever since and my wife and I have been able to coach some incredible teams at MVLA and they've been very good to us. Incredible. And when do you remember when your club decided to join the ECNL? And what do you remember about that? And what have you enjoyed most about being a member of the ECNL? 
When the ECL came around, we didn't jump right in because at that time, it seemed like there was a new league every two or three years in youth soccer. So I always like to take my time, make sure we get things right. And uh, it only took about a year to see the success of the ECNL, the support that it had um, amongst uh, directors around the country. And we knew it was the best platform to play in. So we reached out. And fortunately for us, our teams had had success. We had just won a USYSA national championship with one of our girls' teams the year before. Uh, we had the support of other directors and uh, we joined ECNL in the second year and uh, ever since it's been one of the best decisions we've made uh, for our club. Um, an incredible league, an incredible p platform and um, we, our players and our club owe a lot to the ECNL and what it's done for our, our community. Great to be with Albertine Montoya. Albertine, I'm always listening and I don't know if you'll be able to rattle off the six names, but you said six players went on to the national team system. Do you know the six players just like that? So, Teresa Noyola, she actually ended up playing in a World Cup at the senior level for Mexico. She was the Mac Herman Award winner for Stanford University. Lindsay Taylor, she was also a Mac Herman Award finalist with Teresa Noyola at the same year. They both played at Stanford University. Margarita Ozoza, which is the head coach at UCLA currently, so she was a youth national team player. Jenny Laponte and Lauren Brown, so five players there. Did say six, and I think it was those five. Yeah, so those, are, those players have gone on to do amazing things uh, on and off the field, and that's what we're most proud of. All right, we're just getting rolling with Albertine Montoya. When we return, we'll ask him about the fact that he's also coaching boys now as well. Albertine Montoya, after these messages from the partners of the ECNL. Nike is a proud sponsor of ECNL Girls. Nothing can stop what we can do together to bring positive change to our communities. You can't stop sport because hashtag you can't stop our voices. Follow Nike on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Huddle is a proud partner of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Huddle's powerful yet intuitive solutions make it easy for coaches and athletes to be at their best. And now it's more affordable than ever. All ECNL clubs can get 25% off on Huddle and Huddle Assist, the game breakdown solution. Clubs of 10 teams or more can take advantage of the exclusive ECNL club package pricing. This bundle includes Huddle and Huddle Assist for every team and makes your club eligible for Huddle Focus Flex the all-new portable smart camera with full huddle integration at one affordable price. You can bring the best end-to-end -end performance analysis platform for soccer today. Just go to huddle.com slash pricing slash ECNL. That's huddle, H-U-D-L dot com slash pricing slash ECNL. Welcome back to the ECNL podcast, Breaking the Line. We're kicking off the show with Albertine Montoya. In a little bit, we'll have Derwood Williams from Soccer.com. When we last were speaking with Albertine, he was breaking down some of the great women's players his club has produced. And now I wanted to ask him if you're also coaching some boys teams. Albertine, what's the deal there? So for the first uh, 18 years, it was just on the women's side. That's how it kind of worked out. But my son uh, started playing, and I started coaching on the boys' side about uh, five years ago. Okay. MVLA uh, was not necessarily at the highest level on the boys, so when my son came around, I said, look, I want to make sure he has the same 
uh, opportunities that my daughter has had, and um, I decided to kind of just dive into the boys program. So I stepped away a little bit from the girls. You know, fast forward five years, and our boys are doing uh, quite well. He's on a special team right now, and I coach it. So I coach on the girls' side, so I'm still involved in the ECNL. I coach an 07 ECNL team, but I coach the, the 08 boys ECNL. And honestly, I thought it was going to be the end of me. When I started <laughs> coaching boys, I was like, there's no way it's I'm going to be able to do this. It is different. But quite honestly, it's been uh, a great experience with this group because it's also uh, a bunch of local kids. They all go to the same elementaries. They're junior high. They all live within a few miles of each other. They bike to each other's house. So it's a close-knit community, and uh, there's something special right now. At least I think so. And uh, uh, they've got a bright future, but so do the rest of the teams at MVLA. It's, uh, it's an exciting time on the boys' side. We're not quite there because there's a lot of work to be done as far as where we want to end up. But, uh, you know, thanks for moving in the right direction. I love that answer as somebody who coached both my boys. They were basketball players, but I coached them all through AAU and loved every moment of it. In fact, just so you know, my oldest boy actually played AAU with Jackson Overbeck, Carl Overbeck's son, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy small world. Small world. Yeah, because I started with them in 89 out in Santa Barbara with that first camp with Anson Dorrance. But it just means I'm just getting older and fatter every day, Albertine, <laughs> for sure. But speaking of family, so you reminded me that your wife is also a coach. Remind us her name and where she played. And then I know you've got the son you're coaching i know you've got a daughter that's playing at stanford how many kids do you have two and that two, was okay. enough all right perfect <laughs> all right so let's start with your wife and you already talked about your son and then let's get to your daughter who i had the great honor of calling her game this year against northwestern so Erin Montoya, her main name is Erin Martinez. She played at Santa Clara University, grew up playing for youth national teams, and was drafted and played in the WSA for San Diego Spirit. So uh, the two of us are diehard soccer fans and coaches, and uh, she's been coaching at MVLA for about 22 years, uh, one of the most successful coaches in the country. I, I have to sh throw uh, kind of shout out for her because I don't know if there's, and this is good, some good research to do, I don't know if there's been a female coach in the youth game that's won three national championships. So Aaron's won three national championships, two with the ECNL and one with the USYSA, and she's an exceptional coach. She coached uh, my daughter through her entire career, and uh, just herself, she's coached uh, about 22 players that have gone on to play on U.S. youth national teams, so it's uh, something pretty special, and uh, uh, but the Montoya, so that's my parents are coaches. Well, my dad's a coach. Both her parents are coaches in the okay. game. And uh, our kids didn't really have much of a choice. <laughs> but Erin is uh, one of the best uh, in the country, and she just loves coaching in the youth game. Well, really no surprise that you produced two incredible athletes as well. And remind me your daughter's name because she featured, I think, prominently in that game against Northwestern. Unfortunately, a loss for Stanford. It was just Northwestern's day as we were talking before we went, went on the air. But remind me her name and what year is she in Stanford? So it's Allison Montoya, and she's a freshman at Stanford. Okay, so she'll be starting her sophomore campaign then, I take it. Yes, she will. Okay, perfect. Incredible. And then, you know, as if you're not busy enough out on the West Coast, when Mark Krikorian calls and says, I need a little bit of help with the Washington spirit, you were there for him. Talk about why that was important for you to try to at least spend a little bit of time with that club. So it came down to... The 
relationship I have with Mark Krikorian, and uh, we just have a lot of respect for each other. I th he's always been a mentor of mine, and he called and just asked for help. And at first it was very difficult. I actually said, I, ca I can't do it. I can't step away from what's going on right now. Um, but after talking to him and uh, knowing some of the players on the team, I had coached them in the past, and they, they had gone through a lot. And um, it was a difficult time, and he said, look, can you just come and help me uh, till the end of the season, make it uh, a positive experience for the players, and kind of figure out uh, and help us out on who we're going to identify to play for the following season and uh, but basically it's let's make sure the players have fun for these next uh, five weeks and, and get the most out of them so after speaking to my wife and getting her blessings uh, I called Mark and uh, within two days I was over there it was it was that was completely unexpected and um, I jumped right in and absolutely loved the experience because it's a wonderful group of players and the staff, uh, everyone in the organization, I think was a class act and we connected really well. And uh, it was difficult for me to get, leave, to tell you the truth. Uh, the joke around was my wife went to the last game, Aaron Montoya, she came to the last game to make sure I came home <laughs> because I would call her on the phone and say, look, this is, this is an incredible uh, group of young ladies that we're working with and organization, and, uh, and we were just having a good time and enjoying the game again. Um, but I had to come home. So now uh, we're on to other things. Well, let's end with that because you came home, and one stop that you wanted to make sure you made was being at the East and Coaching Symposium where, you know, Albertine, if you're being honest, you look around and just so much talent in this room. And the great thing about it is they're sharing their talent. I mean, I really do feel like ECNL listens, and they try to make changes based on what the members are saying. Can you add to that? Absolutely. That's why I said it's the best platform in the country for the boys and the girls. It's uh, – a group that listens, and you're completely right on that. Uh, we have directors that have played at different levels, that have done a lot for the game, and we're always looking to get better. Um, and that's what we. this is all about. So we come in, we listen to each other, we share ideas. There's, uh, you know, every market has different challenges, uh, but we learn from each other, and we're all open to it. And um, ECNL has created that platform, which uh, just allows us to be better and it helps our players be better, and that's why we're here. It's to have an impact in these kids' lives, and uh, everyone here is for the right reason. So uh, it's, uh, it's, I've enjoyed it very much. Albertine Montoya, I know I speak for everyone that has ever met you. You are first class. I don't think I've seen you since the mid-2007s when the WPS was going on, and it feels like I just saw you yesterday. You're that kind of guy. Thank you so much for stopping by and being a part of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Great to see you. Dean, thank you for having me, and it's, uh, it's a pleasure seeing you again. Uh, I just love the game, and that's what we do, right? We love the game. We love teaching it, and uh, it's the most beautiful game in the world. And uh, I have to say something. Go Argentina, because I absolutely love Messi, and uh, I'm just a big fan. So I have to end it with that. I don't know why. No, I just had to throw it out. I don't blame you. That was the most <laughs> incredible World Cup final I think I've ever seen in my era anyway as well. Albertine Montoya, always with a bright smile, handsome man. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate Thanks, it. Dean. Appreciate it. Great right. to see you. Always great to see Albertine. As I mentioned, he is the first of two guests. When we return, we visit with Derwood Williams, the longtime director of business development for Soccer.com. Derwood, after these messages. 
The ECNL is pleased to announce Quick Goal as the official goal provider and partner for ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys, a new partnership created to support the growth and development of the country's top players, clubs, and coaches. At all national events, including national playoffs and national finals, the Quick Goal Coaches Corner will provide hospitality and social space for ECNL girls, ECNL boys, and collegiate coaches. Quick Goal will also be the presenting sponsor of the national championship winning ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Coaches of the Year and the ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Goals of the Year. Quick Goal looks forward to helping the ECNL continue to elevate the standards of youth soccer and provide more opportunities to players on and off the field in the coming years. ECNL Boys is partnering with Puma for the second year, driving sport forward with the leading products and the next generation of pros who wear them. Puma has proven themselves as the fastest sports brand in the world, the fastest innovation, the fastest players, and the fastest products in the game. They're the perfect partner to complement the speed and talent of our teams. In keeping with their mantra of forever faster, Puma introduces the world's fastest boot, the Ultra. The only boot engineered for speed, the Ultra combines a woven upper with a lightweight outsole for direct forward motion, speed, and acceleration. It's the best in the game, designed for the best players in the game. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Dean Linky, so pleased to be joined by a man I've known a long time but never was able to get him in this position. It's Derwood Williams, the director of business development for soccer.com. And Derwood finally makes the show. Derwood, great to be with you on yeah. Breaking the Line. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, it's interesting because when they first unveiled this podcast, you were on that list because soccer.com has been a longstanding partner with the ECNL. So let's start with that. Mm -hmm. You are, I think, the way you guys approach your partnerships, you take your time on them. You just don't dive into every little thing. As you've told me before, Derwood, what is it about the ECNL that said, hey, there's value here. We need to be at these kind of events. We need to support the ECNL. I guess many years ago, I met with Doug and Christian. I believe we were at like a Chili's uh, when they were doing <laughs> tournaments within tournaments. Um, and they were talking about how they had flown with their product in a bag and they were going to set up a table at the tournament and sell it. And so we started there. And really, we've always taken, you know, we don't want to jump in the deep end with them. We want to kind of crawl before we walk, walk before we crawl, um, and really build that relationship out with all of our partners. Um, and the ECNL has been fantastic. Everything that Christian and Doug and truly amazing. It's a wonderful group to work with. And they are no question in the soccer space uh, changing the game. I mean, starting with the women's side of the sport and they, you know, I don't, they got such a head start on everyone, not in a bad way. They just said, we're going to focus on this and make it amazing. Um, and they did. And they got so far out and then they've added the men's side, which is amazing. Um, and I think that um, in time, uh, it will continue to kind of evolve the sport of soccer here in the U.S., which is a, truly fantastic. I kind of want to drop in a little bit of rewind right here. And we might even put that sound effect in there because Soccer.com, Sports Endeavors. I mean, it's had different names, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the what's the overall name of of the organization? Yeah, so we start. So, parent company name is Sports Endeavors. Okay. Um, and under that, we have a couple different business units. Used to be Eurosport, the catalog that mailed. Um, we were fortunate enough to get uh, Soccer.com for ten dollars back in whenever the internet was invented. Mm -hmm. Brendan Moylan, one of the founders um, of the company, a guy that works for us, had been over in the Navy 
came home from the Navy in the first Gulf War, and he was basically like, hey, we use this thing called the Internet. And we were all like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm three miles off the coast, but I would email mom and dad and talk to them. And so Brendan went online and registered a bunch of names. At the time, we didn't register. We were Eurosport. We didn't register. Everybody registered soccer.com. And then as the Internet took off, um, back in the about 2010, we kind of phased out the Eurosport name, and it just became soccer.com. Well, it's funny because my son played with Mike Moylan's son, and I used to tell him that I was going to create a T-shirt that said, you know, I created soccer.com, what'd you do, just as a joke because it's so brilliant, in fact. So, But, Derwood, you've been there a long time. Talk about how many years you've been with, quote, soccer.com and how much you enjoy it. Yeah, so for me, besides um, cutting and grass and being a caterer, it's the only place I've ever worked. So I started when I was 15, <laughs> 51 now. They were about... 16 of us that work there and um now full-time people i would say there's six seven hundred and then we have a bunch bunch of seasonal workforce that comes in and our contact center and our distribution center um to help out during those peak months what did you do when you were 15 so what did i do then um 15 we would basically come in on the weekends um we would count all the inventory we if the phones rang we would answer them um occasionally we wouldn't answer the phones because we'd be out back like playing ball um, but we would every weekend we'd come in and count the inventory and write it in this little grease book because we didn't have a computer system back then. And so then if people called in, we would take their order and it was a real manual process to say the least. I mean, we would, oh, you want a Copa in size six? Let me go to the shelf. Yep, we have it. I'm going to put it in a box and um, just roll from there. The story of how it was created is pretty special as well. I mean, you hit on a little bit, but tell the whole story because. And I know Mike a little bit better than Brendan because of Mike's ties to Keith the Batsnick, who is my former broadcast partner on the NSCA mm-hmm. Game of the Week. And I've heard them tell different varieties of the story. What's your take on the story of how it was created? Yeah, so um, Mike, um, we, a bunch of us all went to a small school locally, you know of it, Durham Academy, a little private school. And the school there, they have a, when you're a senior, you do something called your senior project. So you're technically done with classes the end, the beginning of May, kind of when Caroline and Duke are done. And then you have about three weeks where you can do what you might want to do later in life. Um, so Mike had spent his senior year kind of talk, trying to talk his parents into he wanted to launch this soccer business, selling basically hard-to-find boots here to people in the States. And so he had worked at a, a local place called South Swim that sold soccer, and it was a swimming store too. So Mike would just worked in there to kind of understand the business. So then he uh, went to his dad and said, Dad, this is what I want to do. And so Mike got into Georgetown, and he played ball there. And then his dad basically said was a doctor at Duke and said, okay, I'm going to take this 25 grand that we're not paying because you're going to Georgetown, so we'll just let you start a business thinking that it would fail miserably in about four years. And he go, it would be a good lesson for him, and then he can go get a real job. Um, and it just absolutely took off. So it was a total family affair. Um, and it's been just an amazing, awesome place to be. Same sound effect, but now the fast-forward sound effect, and that is kind of big news. I think it's public knowledge, right, uh, what the Moylan's just did. Is that something that you can talk about as far as the, the growth now and mm-hmm. what's been going on? Yeah, so this past year um, we took on some investors. Um, first time ever, the Moylan's had always kind of personally and privately funded everything. Um, so we brought on the best investors, um, a great group of people. Um, it was about a two-year process to identify them, who we thought would be a good fit for the company. They're all previous customers of the company or they've been customers or kids play soccer. Um, so it's a dynamic group. And basically, 
it's allowing us to just be faster. We know the World Cup's in 2026. It's going to be here. One of our biggest pain points over the past couple of years has been we just can't find enough people to work. It's been hard to get people in our distribution center. You know, we'll post to try to hire 1,000, 1,500 people. We might get 60% of them. We might get 80% of them. So we're going to be adding a ton of automation into our distribution center, um, which we couldn't be more excited about uh, because we think it will just really game change and just, uh, want just be able to help us help our customers even better. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. We're with Derwood Williams, the Director of Business Development for Soccer.com, a role he's held for a long time. They're bigger than soccer. We'll dive into that when we return after these messages from the partners of the ECNL. Soccer.com is proud to partner with the ECNL to support the continued development of soccer in the U.S. at the highest levels. We've been delivering quality soccer equipment and apparel to players, fans, and coaches since 1984. Living and breathing the beautiful game ourselves, our goal at Soccer.com is to inspire you to play better, cheer louder, and have more fun. Visit Soccer.com today to check out our unmatched selection of gear, expert advice, and stories of greatness at every level of the game. From athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games, Gatorade shows that they are the proven fuel of the best. For the athletes who give everything, nothing beats Gatorade, the studied, tested, and proven fuel of the ECNL. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Dean Linky with Derwood Williams, the Director of Business Development for Soccer.com. And Derwood, as we went to break, I talked about the fact that yeah, we're here for soccer, but you guys do more than just soccer, right? What other sports and ventures are you guys involved with? So soccer's the main one, uh, no question about it. But then we launched uh, a non-soccer division called 431 Sports about six years ago. Um, and the focus there is on the volleyball travel space. Uh, and then baseball and softball travel sports right now, those three sports. And, um, you know, it's been really great with the online store platform that we've that we launched through God back in the mid 2000s um, that got about 1500 clubs that are on that platform for us to really bring that into other sports has been it's been fantastic for those organizations that are in it um, and they love our service model very much Derwood uh, whether you like it or not you are kind of the face of the company and when people think of you they have a big smile because you always have these big parties and everybody goes and it's about networking and kind of enjoying life and enjoying why we're here and you've always kind of been at the front door for all of that it's kind of cool yeah you know it's i mean i love what i do i'm blessed i'm lucky um it's been fortunate there's not a lot of people that can say they've been at the same company their whole life um and so i it's been great i'm sure that mike and brendan probably think i'm a barnacle at times and just can't get rid of me and (laughs) And I'm also grateful there weren't camera phones back when I was a little younger. Um, and I think they are, too, uh, to say the least. But, um, you know, it's a it's a good time. We don't take ourselves too serious. Um, but, uh, you know, for us, it's about the relationship. I mean, that's who we are founded on and what we're founded on. So if it's with whoever our club partners are, whoever our customers are, whoever the brands are, really we want to have great relationships with them. And as the sports evolve, we just want to keep evolving with it. I value relationships. I also value memories and mentors. I don't know how you're going to do it because you've been to X amount of World Cups, probably X amount of Olympics, X amount of Copa Americas. I mean, too many things to list. But when you are pushed and someone says, hey, give me your top memories in your job at soccer.com, can you pick a couple out? Wow. Oh, man, that's a tough question. I would say one 
is Real Madrid was playing DC United, I don't know, a couple years ago up in DC. For some reason, it was myself, one of my good buddies, Vicente, who you know, um, and Mike. Uh, we were up in DC because we were going to the game, and then Adidas had a party that we went to, and then from there, DC United was having a meet and greet with the Real team. Mm. Um, so we went in this ballroom at the Ritz Carlton, and there was maybe 100 people in there. Um, and it was the Real Madrid team on one wall, the DC United people on the other wall, and there was like me in there. Um, <laughs> so just going up, and like no one would talk to the players. And they were, so we go over there, and Vicente's a Spaniard, so he was having a good time in there. So we're over talking to him, and we're, they're like, we have to be here until 12.05. And at 12.05, we can leave. So, like, they were in there for an hour. So we were like, all right, well, and no one would talk to them. So we talked to them. So that was, that's awesome. you know, so, like, Ronaldo was on the team. It was a phenomenal yeah. team. So to be able to yeah. talk to those guys was just, and they had to talk to you, so it was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one, probably the, the funnier one was uh, we were up in New York City, and we found Barcelona was playing, and we found out that we were going to be able to interview Henri. Mm. And so we went to his hotel, got in there, and <clears throat> this is at the time he was a Reebok athlete. So Reebok had lined this up for us, and um, we they're like, use our suite. So we go up in the suite, and I had this little jinky camera thing that was a, you know, we're going to make a video. And so it was going to be me taping it, and Vicente was going to be sitting talking to Henri. And so we start, and we're in the suite, and, like, Henri comes up to the room and knocks on it, and he's like, hey, I'm here to do an interview with Eurosport. And he was thinking we were Eurosport, the TV channel in Europe. <laughs> And we were like, yeah, man, come on in this suite. And we had, n there wasn't a light, there was nothing. And he was like, what am I doing? And we're like, no, man, we're going to do this interview. And so we sat down, put my little camera. I remember, like, we pulled every book and put it there. And so we just started asking Henri questions. Um, and then about four minutes into it, my camera just started beeping. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, the camera just, it, it only had, like, a the, whatever, the SIM card. It was so small. <laughs> so it stopped. So I pretended to mess with it. And I literally was like, okay, wait, you guys are good. And so we kept talking to Henri for about like an hour and a half. And Even it wasn't rolling. It <laughs> was not rolling at all. We didn't want to stop it. We were like, let's, yeah. just, let's just hang out. Um, I like that so, move. Yeah, so it was like, hey, so it was a good time. And we were talking to him about everything from, like, basketball, how, like, I could dunk on him. like, And he was, like, talking junk back to us. So it was a fun thing. And he finally just realized that we were, like, we had to explain to him who and what we are. And then we had a bunch of barcelona jerseys there and some reebok stuff that he signed for us and then like his agent came so we were just all having a good laugh with it to say the least those but, are awesome two, yeah two great memories I, maybe you already covered the mentors by just saying the moylands are there some other key mentors in your life uh, or is it because you've been uh, as you in your own words the barnacle of the moylands are those your key mentors yeah i mean and, no, I, and I know you're not a barnacle yeah, no 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 I, um I, you know those guys are fantastic they've always been unbelievably fair and straightforward so i've learned a tremendous amount for them um but there's also you know, countless people that have worked in the building or people that have come through the building. Um, people that, you you know, if it's a, a Tommy Kane who worked for us back ages ago because he played at Duke, um, or if it was like a John Kerr when he worked for us when he was playing, you know, and now those guys are like coaching or Tommy Kane went to Adidas, ran Adidas soccer, then went to Nike. And um, like some of those old school kind of folks have always been meant of the world, like just meant a lot to me. But then also... Um, it's just the people that are in there every day. I mean, it's, 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 it's enjoyable. It's fun. I mean, even the people that just started yesterday, it's great to meet them, great to talk to them, get to know them because, you know, we, at the end of the day, we're not doing brain surgery. We're just delivering like boots, bags, and balls to people. So it's just like, let's have fun with it. Let's make it happen. But the same breath, a lot of our customers, um, I just, there's so many that I know 
like personally know. And it, I really, it's that when they're like, hey, Derwood, I called today. And they tell me they called to place an order for their kid. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like it's, you know, but it makes me feel good because I know they're calling because of my connection with them. So it's um fun that way. But then, you know, I really look up to like what Doug and Christian have done here. Even people like Sarah Katie used to be one of the commissioners here, um, how she's moved on, you know, was in Atlanta United. Now she's at Adidas. And so to see all the things that these people have done um, has been amazing. Um, no question about it. And that's a great segue to my last question, as I know you have some business here. And one of the things I like about you and people that know you know that you have an incredible sense of humor. They know that you like to be self-deprecating, um, which is always a great trait. I think I admire it. And um, you kind of, you know, you know, try to blow up people, even though you may not mean it in a good way, which is funny as well, Derwood. But I'm glad that you just tied in the fact that you are around incredibly smart people, including the leadership of the ECNL. I'm not a Wake Forest graduate, so I'm not nearly as smart as you, but I am smart enough to know when I'm around smart people, and it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, what this event is, is truly amazing. I mean, there's nothing like it in the sport of soccer right now. Um, the speakers they have, the, the, the guy they had earlier this morning was, I mean, one of the best speakers I've ever heard. Um, and the fact that Christian introduced himself on a podcast, DM'd him, and the guy's here yeah. speaking. Yeah, Ryan Hawk. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I yeah. mean, so very cool. Um, you know, so I think – uh, and just the other people here, the people that are running some of these organizations that, yeah, they might range in size, but, you know, they're obviously have done something right to be running those organizations. Um, so I always feel like, you know, you can learn something from everyone. I, I try not to learn anything from you, Dean, but I can definitely learn a couple of things here and there, to say the least. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it finally happened. We got Derwood Williams, the Director of Business Development with Sports Endeavors, Soccer.com, and they're doing so many great things. And thanks for always being here at these events and being the life of the party, Derwood. It's been great to be with you. No problem. Thank you, Dean. Keep it up, my man. Thank you, Derwood, and thank you, Albertine Montoya, our two guests on this week's Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast also want to thank andrea wheeler and her great crew all the great folks at the ecnl and of course all of you the great members coaches and administrators of the ecnl my name is dean linky we'll be back in two weeks for another edition of breaking the line the ecnl podcast thanks for listening to breaking the line the ecnl podcast for more information on the ecnl visit us at www.theecnl.com. And if you have a suggestion for the show or a great idea for a guest, please email us at info at theecnl.com. Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast is an ECNL production. ECNL, more than a league.